This podcast is brought to you by the one and only Kong Beer Bong. Hey, are you casually hanging at a party? Then slide your beer into the Kong and keep it cold at the can cooler function. But when your song comes on, or if a change in the scene needs to happen, flip that beer upside down, grab the little hose, and let the beer flow. You'll instantly become the life of the party. The Kong is an engineering feature unlike any out there. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just this being podcast is brought to you by the one and only Kong Just Beer Bomb. Number one band of all time. Is it really? Yeah. So I had the right idea of picking that song up. Yes, I don't know how you. Y'all already know what time it is. It's Just Being Earnest. Just Being Earnest. It's Tyrone. So this is your song. Yeah, dog. All right. Bringing them in with the good vibes. Man, if that don't bring you to Christmas, nothing will. This candle will. Yep, (laughs) The combination of this candle and uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, Megan Trainer holidays. Master marketer over here. That's me. Market earn. (laughs) Market earn. (laughs) That's it, dude. Well, look, um... Thanks for coming on Just Be in Earnest. Yeah, dude. We um <clears throat> known you for a while. We've just never really sat down and kicked it, you know? Which is weird because I feel like we have. I know. We've had like several interactions. The well, first time we met, I felt like we had already known each other for a long time. That was strange. Yeah. And then we went out to eat at uh Mafiosis. Yes. Yo, we had a whole night at Mafiosis. Yeah. And also Mafiosis, right? Also Mafiosis. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I came in with pizza, so we're on a pizza kick today. Um, he but came he in with him. Two Boots Pizza, by the way, which is the best slice in Nashville, maybe. Wow. Are you going to say five points? No, that's a fair statement, and I've never thought of it that way. That's how I think of it. Two Boots is that's, the best slice in Nashville. That's the best slice. That's the best slice of heaven in Nashville. That's right. Wow. Yeah. It. Uh, it's always like, when I pulled up, I was like, I don't know if I feel right doing this before 2 a.m. You know, and I was like, oh, it's still light outside. Yeah. And I'm pulling in two boots. What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, what is wrong with me? I have lost it. Clearly, I'm, you know, missing going out. And then I went in there and the pizza was actually, you know, it was full. Like at 2 a.m., you kind of get, get what's left. <laughs> yeah, you got to get what they have. Yeah. yeah. And so. What'd you um, get? What was your slice? Uh, Some hot chicken pizza. Yes. Mm-hmm. See? Yes, Bro. dude. So I was like, I'm going to get the hot chicken slice. And then I was like, I'm going to be healthy. And after the hot chicken slice, yeah. I start after this slice. It was a horrible decision. I should have started with the horrible slice and then ended with with the hot chicken for sure. Yeah, go and make up your mind. Like if you're gonna go get pizza, don't get healthy pizza. Who do you want to be, bro? Like, <laughs> like, like who? who, who <laughs> you want to be Jonah Hill in Superbad or Jonah Hill? In, <laughs> in <laughs> which Jonah, Jonah Hill, Hill are you trying to be today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. Um, yeah, so. I've been hearing your name for forever, seen you ever since the Sam stuff popped off. I guess what would have been 2013? 2013. Montevello. Yeah. And were you there? Were you how did you and Sam meet? Um, man, the same way you meet anybody in Nashville. It yeah. just happened to be. I'll tell you what though, it was interesting. Um, so when we first moved to town in two thousand eight, uh, I didn't like I think he moved here in August and I moved here in September. And I didn't know him um at all. He didn't know me, but you know, that was back when Douglas Corner was still open. Yeah. Which, you know, 
is not around anymore. R.I.P. Uh, and then when you would go to the Bluebird on Monday nights, I don't know if you've ever done that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I think that's, I won't dare call that a rite of passage, but that is just the thing you do when you're trying to figure this town out. You start yeah. off there. And so <clears throat> uh, I'd seen him there a couple times and well there and Douglas Corner and we were just like, we're tall. So, but it, <laughs> yeah. Hey man, uh, you're tall. You're tall. I'm tall. Did you play sports? Yeah. Cause yeah. I play sports and yeah. I do music. Yes. I don't know how good I am. I, I'm just here. Like, yeah. I'm having a good time. But, uh, but you know, you can stand in that Monday night line for, for so long that mm-hmm. you just, after you play, you're out, bro. Like get me out of here. So I didn't really hear him play. And then, uh, I heard him play like something at Douglas corner. He went after me and, uh, it's a true story. Uh, when I, when I heard him, I text my friend, I was like, yo, I just heard the next superstar. This was 2009. Wow. And I was like, yo, no, it's, it, it's a real thing. I'm not kidding with you. I don't think people know what's about to happen to this town. Uh, so, but anyway, we just kind of linked you're up. You were right. I, I, <laughs> you were right. I guess so. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but, but that being said, after that, we just started like playing basketball together and like hanging out early. And then uh, we moved in to the same place in 2010, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And they, we lived together till like 20. Started digging in. Digging in like to 2017. Um, but I hadn't planned on playing with him. Um, <clears throat> that kind of came across really, really naturally. Um, yeah. What What were you doing when you were you doing your own solo thing? I was doing solo stuff, and I was doing a, a lot of blue stuff. Uh huh. I was deep in the blues in like 2012, 2013. Gotcha. Probably for longer than that, man. So is that your background? My background is gospel. 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 Where, where are you from originally? Detroit. Okay. Big gospel town. Yeah, of course. So, you know, Fred Hammond, uh, the Winans. Yes. Um, Clark sisters, all of them. So, man, dude, speaking of gospel, I'd say one of my favorite albums of all time is Aretha, Amazing Grace. I start my day off a lot of times with the organ introduction. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start that. So, I've listened to that album probably a hundred times, and then I was on the plane a couple months ago, and I saw that they have the the movie, the, the movie? documentary. Yeah, bro, and I'm. <laughs> I'm on the plane with my headphones on. I'm moving like Ray and like I got tears rolling down my face. I see Mick Jagger in the audience. He's jamming out. And then uh, who was the who was the uh, other singer, the pastor that was singing with her? Uh, I don't I, I don't know. I actually I can't remember dude's name, but he killed it. Though. Because of him, I went and found all his stuff on Spotify. So I was like, yo, he's so good because he was one of Aretha's Aretha's. Aretha. Aretha. <laughs> Man got babies on the way. That's hilarious. Yeah, so Aretha. But Aretha Franklin, that's a, that's like a cartoon. Um, he was one of Aretha's biggest um, inspirations. So you heard a lot of her tricks in his vocals. You know, it is wild to see sometimes when you... James can, Cleveland, they just pulled it up. Past, yes. That was the reference. Mr. James Cleveland. That's, yes, sir. That's a... Uh, that's real, bro. That's I didn't I didn't know what was happening. Hey, we're moving on just being earnest yeah. now, dog. <laughs> hey, we're just being efficient. Listen, man, we are out of the trunk and we have moved into the kitchen. <laughs> yes, you know, sir. Like, <laughs> yeah, James Cleveland. That man's a singing dude right there. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yes. But it's interesting to always, well, not always, but every now and then you'll get to see <clears throat> who inspired another person. And that was interesting to see that. And if you've ever heard, you know David Ryan Harris. Mm-hmm. Um I've always listened to his stuff and I knew his stuff, uh, but hearing him live, it's, it's incredible. But then you know, like, like not to take anything away from John Mayer, but, but you can see that 
everything that I thought was cool, John Mayer, like, he... That's what makes John... John Mayer's awesome about pulling the right amount of inspiration from... Exactly. B.B. King included. Exactly, exactly. And like, he admits that. Yeah, like, like he, is his, he, is, he is his own artist, like, so... And, and you can hear that, but you can... The little things you pick up, you're like, oh, like, Dave Ryan Harris was doing that, like, and... Um, so it's just cool to see sometimes see the background of people and go, oh, that's cool. As a matter of fact, I was listening to that uh, Earth, Wind and Fire song earlier with um, with uh, Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer, yeah. And Earth, Wind and Fire doesn't sing much, but they do like little ad ad libs, mm-hmm. and you go, oh, John Legend. Yes, it's ridiculous, and you go, it's just cool to see that kind of stuff sometimes because people take a lot of credit for who they are, and you're like, bro. You came from somewhere. You everybody came Please from somewhere. Stop, you know, one hundred percent. Who's who's your biggest inspiration? Uh, musically or in life? Musically, who would you? I mean, you probably have more than one. I would assume. Do you have a oh, Do you have a three? A three? Yeah. Number one would be John Mayer. Got me playing guitar. Same. Wild. I I was so I picked up a guitar when I was twenty two. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. Which. Sounds cooler than than what it is. Um, no, it's, it's dope. It's dope. <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, I was in my apartment at the time with my roommate, and I just happened to get uh, covered in rain. Remember mm-hmm. that concert? Mm-hmm. And I saw him play, and I was like, "I can do this, right?" And I started to dig into it, um, and I it, it started to come. Not, I don't want to say fairly easily, but it was just like. I could see how it was possible. Now, granted, I played bass for seven years, so the dexterity was already there. Right. But I was like, I can do this. And then you you realize, like, you know, this dude's really good. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> wait, wait. Like, I can, I, I can play. That's like, like me golfing. I was like, I see guys. I can hit a ball. Then I, I go out there. Ball, like, then you're I like, maybe can hit a ball. Yeah. I can swing a golf club at I a ball. I can definitely <laughs> get the ball from here to here to somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The ball's leaving here, maybe. Yeah. So it was like I learned how to play guitar, but then I was like, oh, John Mayer is doing real stuff on guitar, like his thumb over stuff. And oh man, he uh, plays so uniquely too, though, because he. His hands have to be huge. Have you met him? No, I haven't. I feel like he's got long hands. You I, have long hands. Yeah. I I think he's like 6'4", though, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So he, yeah, but he's like my, he's the one that got me started playing guitar. And like, I don't still think that I've gotten to the level where he was at 23. Right. But, um, but yeah, that'd be number one. And then after that, man, um, my influences should just kind of scatter. I am as eclectic as anybody mm-hmm. on the planet. Matter of fact... Uh, I was playing music uh, yesterday in my shop and I'm, I'm in a co-op. So there's people around me. Well, there's not always people around me, but there's like every now and then somebody else will be. Mm-hmm. And this guy's next to me. He, he comes down. And when he comes down, I'm on this like <clears throat> Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole kind of Christmas kick. Yes. You know, and then I switch it to, you know, the newer stuff, Megan Trainer, John Legend, um, What's well, got some even the Ariana from 2015? Yeah, uh, winter things and you know all type of stuff. And then I went from there to Kehlani, and she's not doing Christmas at all. Yeah, and then I went from 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 there to uh, Roddy Rich. I came back around. Have you heard to? Have you ever listened to Leon? Just Leon? Uh, it's L E O N. I don't know. Bro, she's amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Turn me on to any of that because so far, what you listed off is like my liked playlist on Spotify. Yeah. I was listening to Candy by Nat King Cole on the golf course. <laughs> candy, I call my sugar candy. candy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff, dude. 
um, yeah, I went from there to like Lyon and then I, I went to like, um, I don't, I don't know where I went from there, but I just remember thinking this dude probably thinks I'm a nut job. Does he not like anything? Yeah. Like, and he's singing these songs. Like he's not, so he probably thinks I'm a crazy person, but no, I like to hit all corners of the room and I listen to music. I can barely ever get to a second verse though. Really? I'm a big verse chorus guy. But yeah. Yeah. Then I'm like, <laughs> listen, I'm looking for the next song through the chorus. I'd be the worst DJ of all oh, time. You are a millennial. I'm a D D dude, man. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Like, because I, uh, you know what like John Mayer does uh it's still cool i find it cool but i think i started started to to notice that like does anybody care about a guitar solo anymore like like do people have the attention span for a guitar solo the average listener probably doesn't i love a guitar solo i love a guitar solo like so um and i was, I was just saying i was like now you know now i i i need so much stimulation within my downtime that the time between the chorus and the next chorus, I'm like, just give me to the next chorus, please. Yes. And then I'm like, get the song over. So like I, you know, I listened to a song the other day and it was like four minutes and 14 seconds. And in my mind, I thought that was a long song. That's terrible. Yeah. For today, it is a long song. Cause we, we've gotten on the two minute and 40 second. Yeah. I mean, who am I to say that's a long song when back in the day, all seven, the songs, eight minutes, Oh shoot! Yeah, Freebird just jamming, just jamming, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't jam anymore. Really, the original Purple Rain was what eleven minutes. Yeah, and I used to listen to the entire thing. Yes, matter of fact, I can sing the entire Covered in Rain solo. Can you really? Yes, if you don't play it now, but yes, I probably could sing. Actually, I could sing the entire thing. I mean, should we do it? <laughs> I won't put you on the spot like that. No, I believe I, you. Dude. I probably, I probably could, could actually do it. Like. I kind of want you to do it. So many notes. So many notes. Yeah. And so far, nailing you. Yeah, if the music's long, you know that. Dude, have you heard of Dirty Loops? No. What is that? Yo, can you play Hit Me by Dirty Loops really quick? This is this, it's this three piece from um, England and like the lead guy looks like Mick Jagger. It's right now and they're like making the most insane music and the best vocals with the three piece. Really? Like I wish Michael Jackson was here to be like, yes, because it's, they're taking from the Michael Jackson bag, but they're doing it. Really? Check this is out. Is that it dude. from 2014? I yeah, need that, to, that's it. I hate to go on YouTube and I see a video with like 2.1 million cues. Where have I been? Look at this. This is crazy, bro. Yes, I have. I have heard of this. <laughs> I've heard this. I came off Imagine Luke Bryan dropping this. Hey, man. That dude can drop whatever he wants. I know he can. At this point, he can drop whatever he wants. Yeah, dude. Dirty Loops. Is that, that They like... Eminem's the same. Eminem, when he, anytime he drops anything, it's like, yes, there are other great rappers. And you say what you want about Eminem or anybody, but there's just a level up. And that shit right there was like, 
Dang it. That's one of those levels that's I'll never one touch. <laughs> that's one of those levels I'll just never touch. I can be great and not be that. <laughs> Shit's yeah. crazy. Dude, I can, I can be great and not be that. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Eminem is in my top five. I, I think he's in my top five. Yeah. Who Who is your top five? Rappers? Yeah. Man, I you know. Is that what you're saying? He's in your top five rappers or top five artists? Oh. Uh, is that what you're saying about Eminem? I was saying top five rappers. Um, oh, who's your top five rappers, bro? Oh, I mean, it's for me. So it's interesting. Before I got to Nashville, <clears throat> uh, coming from Detroit and, and, and the gospel world, world's, words matter, but it's really about feel. Yes. It's really about musical feel and like what is the emotion that you uh, are able to emote and then garner from your listener. Right. Uh, so when I moved to Nashville, it was all feel for me. Like, so um, I said that to say that while people will argue Biggie and Tupac, I'm a Tupac guy because he was just super emotional. He was like guttural, man. Yes. Like if he said it, you just listened for some reason. Yes. And you felt like he was telling the truth. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> he was telling a story for a lot of people, bro. For a lot of people. And he felt it like, you know. Yes. Um, so, of course, there's Tupac, Biggie, uh, Eminem is in there. I actually would put Andre 3000 in my top five. You ain't got to argue with me, bro. Yeah, a, a lot of people argue that, but I'm like, yeah, South I, got something to say. <laughs> hey, South been speaking for a long time, but he was, he was leading the South man. Know? And he cultivated the sound of the South, bro. He really did. As he, far as rap goes, like when they were down there in the, in the dungeon, dude, making records, um, his yeah. flow and storytelling, I think he's underrated, bro. Completely un underrated. Like I still don't understand why he's not in everybody's top five. Yeah. But uh just his flow was different. And then what a perfect name for their group, Outcast. Like they their music was so unconventional. Yeah. Uh another one of my top five songs of all time is Hey Ya. Yes. I think that's arguable for everybody though. Like it's just It's a pop record from a rap group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like at that at that time too, not every rap artist had a pop record. There right. were there were a couple here and there. But I think Atlanta was responsible for a few of those. Like Luda was having pop records. Luda had pop records. Um Luda Outcast. Who else was from the South that was doing? You know what? I <clears> T.I. <throat> T.I. T.I. There he is. Uh, hmm. Three Six is, is not from Three Six Memphis. Yeah, they're from Memphis, which is considered Three Six Mafia. God, world domination. That that CD, my mom snapped that CD in half too when she found it. Bro, I bet you won't hit a motherfucker. Hit a motherfucker. I was like, what are you listening to? You have private school in the morning. Yo, the, the things. <laughs> this is not your lifestyle. We're going to church now. Yeah. My mom snapped so many of my CDs, which when I was younger, I didn't get it. But it's weird because even teenagers now. We'll look at our music when we were teenagers and go, what, what were y'all doing? Right. You know, like usually teenagers kind of band together. Like, you know, it's hot no matter what genre it's from. Like, but that specific era of music. Yeah. I don't, I can't even say that I listened to it. Like, I feel bad saying that out loud. Like some of the lyrics mm -hmm. from like three, six and like project Pat and like uh eight ball and MJG. Dude, Juicy J was not afraid to say anything, dude. And he still is now. But yeah. um, yeah, I'll never forget after a baseball game, I was probably in the fourth grade and I had um Slim Shady, like a burnt CD or whatever. And mm -hmm. it had like 
uh, ass like that. Had a had a bunch of shit <laughs> off. The, it had a bunch of shit from <laughs> the Slim Shady days. And I was listening to it, my little CD player. My mom heard it coming through the headphones in the back seat. I bet you never heard it ass like that. <laughs> like, Hold on, let's put this in. So she put it in the main mini, the Pontiac Montana minivan CD player, and got about you know three lines in. For she took it out, snapped it, threw it out the window. She's like, "We're gonna have your dad meet us at Cheeseburger Charlie's and talk about this." And dude, I'm telling you, that was the day I was like, "I'm definitely doing something with music." Oh, (laughs) I'm in the fourth grade, but I know I don't need school anymore. I'm definitely like, I want to make people react like that. (laughs) Like, dude. uh, Yeah, dude. Wordplay has always just gotten gotten me giddy. And Andre is great. That Jay-Z, too, bro. Jay-Z for me. Kendrick has uh, I miss Kendrick because what's he been doing? I miss I'm I miss Kendrick. You know, there was this time. Do you remember that kind of viral thing that was like, what was it? Bench one, take one, get rid of one, I think it was. And oh, yeah. And it was like J. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. Oh, yeah. And majority of people were like, get rid of Kendrick, which I, let me say, I hated that that was even brought up as a conversation because it makes it seem like you don't want Kendrick to be, you know, as if he's, he's as if he's not good. Right. But I was like, I, I can't drop anybody here. Like, because you cannot disrespect what Kendrick did. I mean, that first album, uh, was it Sing? You're talking sing, about, um, sing about ADHD or? The one after. Oh. Um, that was the underground, but the, his first like. Good uh, Kid, Mad City? Yes, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Man, I remember hearing that. Backseat sure. Freestyle and all that shit. Dude. All my life I, I want, want money and power, respect my mind, or die from lead child. It's big as the Eiffel Tower, so I can fuck the world for 72 hours. Goddamn, I got bitches. Bro, I saw Kendrick play at uh, War Memorial in 2012 in front of 500 people. Really? Dude, I was on the Kendrick train early. I was wearing a TDE hoodie. Oh, I brought a man. pack of... Uh, Camel non-filter cigarettes, but all of them were joints. I got rid of all the cigarettes, rolled like 20 joints going there. The fire marshal came and uh, he was, I think uh, this was before Scooby died on 101.1 to beat jams. Dola Mm -hmm. White and Scooby were doing the radio piece there. And uh, the fire marshal came out. He was like, now this is uh, just going to make sure there will be no smoking in the auditorium tonight. And everybody booed him. And as soon as dude walked off the stage, I pulled out the first joint in that shit, lit it. And bro, then everybody was smoking. The whole front <laughs> row, we were passing shit. I was like, yes, we're Kendrick Lamar, dude. Take it to the man. It was so good. Felt yeah, good. Dude, I, I was, I don't know that I was late on him, but I didn't get on him until his first album. And when Shireen came on, oh, oh I, I was, I was, I mean, there's been several perfect beginners to records, you know, like yep. perfect first songs, which... Um, I never really realized how hard of a decision that is. Track like, listing, bro. Track listing. I mean, it you you can kind of mesh it a little bit in the middle, but your first song people hear, that's it's so important. Anyway, that's a whole different topic. Yeah. But when Shireen started, I was like, wait. And Attention. I was sucked in the entire record. Yeah. And I think I, that answers my own question about where Kendrick goes because – He's notorious for taking time off. When he drops something, he has something to say. He's not the guy yeah. that's all like Drake will get on anybody's record and be on, you know, the top ten all year round yeah. for the since two thousand eight. Kendrick will go missing. This is the longest he's gone missing. Yeah. But I know he's gonna have some shit to say he's when he comes got back. To. Man, you know, going back to what you said about Drake, being able to release that many songs is actually it's a tweak in my brain 
it's a tweak in the brain that I don't have. I it the ability to be able to put out majority of the things that you write. Right. That's terrifying for most artists. Yeah. Uh, if if even possible, like to find confidence in everything everything that that you do. But um, when I think about Drake or like uh, who was I mean I know 1975 is not a same topic, but they wrote like 30 songs. Yeah. Um, and then Future. Future. Yeah. Um, I think even J Cole had a bunch of mixtapes before. Yeah. He came and out. Like, thug, thug, dude, they'll just un they'll just unleash uh hard drives of music. Hard a, drives of music. Yeah. And, like me, I'm like overthinking lyrics and lines and beats and then like my own voice. And it's like, but to have the ability, I've always been jealous of that to just drop stuff and just see what happens. Like, I do think that is a better way to go about it unless you have the ability to be able to really lock in and know what you're going for and get it. Right. As opposed to throwing a deck of cards. at the Just wall. kind of circling yeah. the drain all the time. And like, yeah. are we there yet? Don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, Drake is one. He's set himself up now where if, if he drop if he drops it, it's going. If, Does, yeah. And is and he doesn't he doesn't miss much either. He don't miss much. He doesn't miss he much, dude. He, he don't miss much. Even on um, uh, if you're reading this, is too late. That was kind of the album that people was like, yeah, he missed a couple songs. I'm like, not really. Not 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 really, bro. Like not like other people miss. <laughs> <laughs> not like some other people I could name miss. Yeah, like bro, he might not have won a championship, but he made it to the All Star game. Like, yes, he was <laughs> still at Finals MVP. <laughs> Yeah, he he wasn't even in the finals, and he still was I mean, finals. He still finals. <laughs> yeah, oh man, that's good. Do we have any segments? We've been uh, we've been messing with segments lately, trying to get this uh, segments meaning meaning living La Vida local, dude. Is this little segment we put together about local spots in Nashville um, that we mess with? We already talked about two boots a little bit. Let's see here. Um, well, first, yeah, we should talk about your candle, dude. Oh, let's get the music going. Clifton, we got some candles, the Tyrone's burning today, living La Vida Loco. <laughs> yes, dude. Here, dude, pitch your candle. One of my, one of my earphones went out. Is that a thing? Or that Check that connection right there. Wow. It might have come loose. It probably did. I'm, you got both ears now? Yeah, there we go. We good. There he is. So, pitch my candles. 27.9. 27.9. What does that mean? 27.9 is actually... Uh, from Proverb 27.9, oil and perfume make the heart glad. <laughs> yeah. Church. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, man. I was trying to find a name for the company where like uh, Sephora, uh, I was looking up names and Sephora is actually, and I, I don't want to get this right, but it starts with the Greek word, which I think is Cephas or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. But it means beauty. And then uh, Zephora was Abraham's wife, who was known in the Bible for being extremely beautiful. So basically, when you say Sephora, you are you are basically saying this, you're saying beauty store, but you're speaking like what the company actually is. Wow. If, if that makes any sense. So yeah, like, totally. And then Byredu, or Byredo, however you want to pronounce it, um, his has kind of the same vibe where he's a uh, people are saying things about his company and I forget what his specifically is, but I was like, I want people to, to speak life into my company without knowing it. Mm-hmm. So 27, nine. So it's a conversation starter, but like, I love that, you know, like I love it. I mean, it smells great. And like I was telling you earlier, dude, I'm a big candle guy, <laughs> big fragrance guy, big candle guy. So you're the suit and tie of fragrance, right? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to be at least. Um, man, I feel like, 
I feel like a couple of things. One, um, my grouping of people, like, and probably yours too, like, I like the idea of giving somebody something that they can feel proud that they got. Mm-hmm. And reality is you don't feel proud about everything that you, that you buy. You're like, why? Either why did I buy this or this was not worth it. Right. You know, but when you get to a certain point that you can buy yourself certain things, that is kind of your own affirmation. So I, it's priced at a point where like, I do believe it is affordable for a lot of people. But uh, when you get it, I just want you to feel like, you know, I can get something nice too. Yes. Sucker. Like, you know, <laughs> I can do it too. I can do it too. Cause like, you know, it, people can be pretentious, man. Like I, you know, with like pretentious pricing and like pretentious yes. advertising. And it's like, no man, this is for everybody to feel like you deserve something nice. You, you know? deserve to have yourself a candle full of moments. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, um, so I just did a collaboration with the hotel downtown, the Joseph. It's a oh yeah. 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 So, um, <clears throat> that's sick. Look at you making moves. Yeah. I, I forgot where I was going with that, but, uh, oh, but, but, but the point is, is to, to allow people to, oh, so I was talking to their team and he was like, man, you should be charging like $72 a candle. Yeah. Just cause of, of what's in it, the way it's presented. Right. I mean, I also know what's in it. So those ingredients aren't cheap. You know, and he was like, you should be charging like 72. They wanted to charge theirs for like 72. They charge theirs for 55 mm-hmm. minus 42. But I was like, yeah, maybe, but that's, that's No. I don't want to do that to people. And now it kind of makes more sense, you know, with 2020 being so wild. Man. You know. An, aff- an affordable candle that, that, is, that smells expensive, very expensive. Yeah. You you want, exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of what my company is. What is, what is this right here? That is, so that is, uh, that is Rose Spa. That is on the 21st floor, 21st floor of the Joseph. So they have a spa up there and they have their own scent as well. And their own candle. So uh, that's a very bougie reflection of what. (laughs) That's a very bougie reflection. um, Do you know Kurt Ozan? I'm not sure. He plays guitar for Luke Combs. He's got the beard. I know who he is. I don't know if I know him. Uh, Anyway, he he took that photo. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, and that's how I try to present it. So, like, that makes people feel like, which you are getting something, but you want to know that. What I got is like badass. Like that looks like it sounds like luxury. (laughs) Like a deep voice is saying luxury and jazz music enters. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like where's the shirtless guy and like the bikini girl like selling it for no reason. Yeah. 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 yeah, The second verse of uh, I'll make love to you. (laughs) That candle's getting lit. Yeah. That's getting lit in slow motion in the music video. for sure. I'm going to take my clothes off to lit. (laughs) Candle lit. Man. 10 second Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's uh, see. What do we got here? Uh, how about Drake's candle? Did you hear about that? I did. Oh my God. What's the deal with that? I did. I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure it smells good. It's probably going to smell like a some, Tuscan leather. Tuscan leather. <laughs> did we talk about this? Did maybe we did on Instagram because I did the question. I was like, would yeah. people want to buy a candle smell like Drake? And then I, I forget what you said, but I was definitely like, it's got to smell like Tuscan leather. It's going to smell like something time for it. I would, I would imagine his, uh, his candles are going to smell great. I'll say, man, who made that candle? I bet I can do better. I genuinely thought that when I saw it, but, uh, I bet so. Yeah. But I, I was, I was like, all right. I mean, truthfully, like, if you can do it, do it. I, I think what more, does Drake smell like? Though, I don't dude? see. That's why I won't buy the candle because <laughs> I, 
I've never smelled Drake. That's I don't know whole, what I'm getting, dude. That's yeah. the whole thing, though, is you got to buy it to smell what Drake smells like. Exactly. Right? So, do you guys remember that Gwen Stefani candle? Uh, I remember the Erica Badu candle. Wait, what? Didn't Was it Erica Badu that, that put out a, a vagina scented candle? Yeah, yes. So, I don't know who did it first, if it was her or Gwen Stefani. Gwen did it, too? Yeah, I just don't know Lord. who did it first. But she she had a candle that was like, this smells like my vagina. And Solid candle. Solid. <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was Gwyneth. Yeah. And I was like, well. You say Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, Blake. <laughs> we were talking about Gwyneth Paltrow, dude. Gwyneth Plowtrow. Uh, Plowtrow, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gwyneth. You'll never hear this. Tubi's writing a book about veganism. About- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Not really. I don't. I don't. But vagina scented candle. Like, pick one because. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So I was like, well, if you have a if you have a girlfriend or your wife, you can't show up with that. I mean, because like they don't want you to know what her vagina smells right. like. Baby, I'd like us to burn this together. I mean, you know. <laughs> Had a quasi threesome last night. This is <laughs> <laughs> me and my wife made love while Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow yeah. vagina scented candle was lit in the exactly. corner of the room. <laughs> Erica, you're welcome too. Erica, you're welcome too. Hey, listen, the more the merrier. <laughs> I'm about to say, Dad walks. It smells like pussy in the yeah. room. <laughs> Badussy. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I don't know if I could do a human scented candle, no, bro. I don't I mean, granted, it probably does not smell like a human, but it's just the idea that I bought a candle that smells like you. Like, dude, I there's there's no man that I would buy a candle that smells like him. Yeah, that's definitely your niche market. It's gotta be girls. But would do dude, would dudes buy a Drake's in it? Did it sell out? How did it sell? Do we know if it was it a bust? I'm trying to look it up right now. I mean, I would venture to say that it smells amazing. That uh, just my, Drake wouldn't have a bad smelling candle. It sells for eighty dollars. Uh, See, pretentious pricing. The <laughs> yeah. the vagina candle was was that say on the screen seventy five seventy five seventy five. Like the, 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 these people are selling their names. Nothing is wrong with that. Nothing. No, that. I totally get that. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I just my principal won't won't let me do it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the like. Who is the target audience for vagina who is scented the candles? Market for like vagina smells, ah, dude. Not. I wouldn't think it's the audience that goes to candle shops. No, you know? <laughs> you know? no, like, no. They're not going to White's Mercantile. Like it, right it, after you buy this one def- online. Yeah, that's sure. a yeah. Oh, that's exactly. A, that's an Amazon that. Prime order for sure. That's an Amazon Prime or Hustler order. Yeah, so I'm going to get a couple whippets <laughs> and a vagina candle, and I'll be back around four. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, what's the process of creating a candle, though? I've actually always wondered because I wanted to make one at, at least just for myself. But like, really? Yeah, like, do you get to go to a place and pick out all the smells you like and customize it just like you want? A fun plug here: I actually do candle classes where I show up to the house with all my candle gear. And we like, oh, we're doing this. Dude, yes. Yes. You, me and Delaney are. It is a blast. Yes. Yeah. So what I do is I I bring, you know, my candle motor, I bring my wax and um, I don't want to give my secrets away online, but Mm -hmm. it is what it is. I bring a plethora of scents that you are allowed to mix yourself. So I have them split between citrus, woodsy, um, uh, floral and uh, herbal stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. And and then I have my gourmands, you know, vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg, whatever. And you are allowed to make your own scent. 
which I think is it has never not been a blast. And also, <clears throat> realistically, I think out of all of the classes that I've done, I have smelled three, maybe four awful candles. But majority of the times, if you if you stay within a certain, you know, grouping, you're fine. Like, obviously, you don't want to. It's put, like matching colors. I know that like wood and floral go together well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But you don't want to put like, you know, nutmeg and and like, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. What would go bad with nutmeg? That's a <laughs> trivia. Yeah. Is citrus and nutmeg? Probably probably like citrus, like like nutmeg and jasmine. That's yeah. just weird. Yeah. The you three know. kings or the three wise men didn't show up with nutmeg and jasmine. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. Listen, the culture was not started by nutmeg. So I guarantee you. Yeah. No, no, no. Culture. Got, just stay away. Yeah, culture can get ended by nutmeg <laughs> quick. If it hasn't already. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of. Um, but anyway, what I, I do, uh, I started off with like my brother brought me a candle making kit for Christmas. And I don't like to be bad at things. And my first one was so awful. Like it, it would have sold better than a vagina candle, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably what it smelled like. Just like it's probably, pro- I, probably, I probably made the first vagina. The first candle. Vagi- You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the universe took it from me because I couldn't do anything with it. Yes. But, yeah. Um, no, it, it was, I actually call it grandma Sundays. You know, like grandma hugs you at church on Sunday and it's on your neck till Tuesday and you're like scrubbing. (laughs) Oh, wow. Come off. Yes. What is this? Lavender? That strong perfume. Just that strong patchouli. It's still on. It's still on the seatbelt from the ride. Oh, (laughs) this is why get pulled over. You're not wearing your seatbelt. You smell this seatbelt. Okay. All right. I'll let you go this time. (laughs) I'll let you off on a warning. Good Lord. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not drunk. This is grandmother's perfume she left on me. I, <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> yeah, dude, that stuff hits. Dude, church perfume hits church different. Church perfume hits hard. People really get ready to go f- to church, dude. Niggas, that was yeah. I grew up in the Church of Christ. No music in church. All acapella. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, Church of Christ three times a week. So that might be a second reason you're doing music. Yeah, you're like I need music. Yeah, for sure. But but here's the thing. Now, older I get, I don't really go to church much anymore. If anytime I go, like if I go to say I went to Cross Point one time, mm-hmm. turned me off because like <laughs> I don't want to see. I would almost rather acapella than like a a band of people trying like a bad indie rock band playing <laughs> worship song, like doesn't get that thing out of me, but I'll cry listening to uh, amazing grace, the whole Aretha album. So I will say, I see what you're saying. Like the, it would be hard for me to not have music in church. Cause I grew up with like in a gospel church. So like I could go to a gospel church. It's know, the long drawn, drawn out diamond notes under a prayer that I can't it, do. It is actually, I haven't been to cross point, so I can't speak on cross point, you're fine. but I've, I've been to churches where like you're looking at them and especially in nothing is wrong with natural churches, but like, you're like, are you trying to get a record deal yes. or are you trying to, yes. are you trying to get us to, 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 to give offering? And what is with these lights, bro? Like, yes. like, like, am I a high school talent show? High school talent show? Like, <laughs> am I at a club? And granted, that's just, <laughs> that's yeah. just like, and now time for offering. Yes. But like, yeah. But then again, that's, that's just my, interpretation of what they're doing there are probably people who need that in their lives to get into the service for sure that just doesn't it 
not that it doesn't work for me. It's just too distracting. I'm too busy fighting with what I'm seeing to accept anything that is said after that. That's me. And I think I just haven't found the right church yet. Um, Same. But like, dude, if I could go to the, like a gospel church, like music driven, like with good music and good musician, good choir, where like, yeah, the distraction isn't there for me thinking about how this sucks. How, first of all, how <laughs> this know? sucks. Yeah, it's like, tough for me sometimes. Church music doesn't hit me right unless uh, it's like gospel with good singing and like you feel that shit. Yeah, man. I like, gotta feel it. I need to I I need to feel the point of music, like the point of music is to break down whatever barriers or walls you're walking with. So that by the time the preacher comes along, you can accept it because you've opened, the music has opened your heart. Like that's yep. the purpose and point of music in church, I believe. And probably purpose in general. So kind of be careful what you're saying, 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> but like, yeah. And, and, and when you get to going to places and you feel, oh, uh, Britwood Baptist, mm-hmm. they have, uh, I used to go to their Kairos. And yes, on Thursday nights, uh, I think it's Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday nights, uh, Thursday night was, a, yeah, I went to Kairos a couple yeah. times. I know you're talking off Concord Road. Their worship was like, Oh, like these, these people are here for this. Mm-hmm. They're not here for anything else. Like, <clears throat> and I, and I, and I love worship. We're like, you don't know that I'm here, mm-hmm. but I, I, I like shows like that in general. Like that's what drew me to John Mayer and Prince mm-hmm. Like when, when, when they were playing, the audience wasn't really there. It was about them in that moment, getting out their own personal needs. So I love that in worship too, like where you, they are not, um, you know, changing what they do by the way people see them. This is purely, and that's how I grew up in a gospel church. This is not about the crowd. This is like me. I had a hard week. I need this. Yes. It's a spiritual moment. That's, that's why, um, I always missed out on that because in the church of Christ, I think people get too stuck on the scripture of, I don't know, the no music in church or whatever. And it's like so repetitive and singing acapella and all that. And then I go have a spiritual moment listening to a record that isn't necessarily even a Christian record, but it's like it's evoking all these emotions that yeah, dude. I'm not feeling during the musical segment of <laughs> at church. It's like, dude. man, God is alive and well in music. Oh, bro. Across the board, whether it's gospel music or not, like music is a divine thing. Like it's a language that we can't describe how to speak. We we can't explain it, like we can't describe it but you know it when you feel it yes you know like and that's the interesting thing about artistry is is that um when i was doing blues music uh one of the bigger reasons that i stopped doing it as a whole was because i do feel like music opens your channels Mm -hmm. you know And, and like i didn't love singing about things that normally would depress me Mm -hmm. you know and i felt like i I don't know I i just felt like being consistently in that wasn't good for my psyche and constantly just putting those words of affirmation of like you manifest yeah you you manifest that stuff for sure but going back to what you're saying like yeah music is a completely spiritual thing it is i people can believe what they want to believe i have no issues with people who you know don't believe in god but yeah it is very interesting sometimes when i hear artists say that they don't believe in god and it's like you don't believe in spirituality in general and you yeah yeah let's break this down because what you do what you do, God's involved, whether you, whatever God you just, whatever you describe as God, it's involved in the music that is, it's coming out. Yeah. Like you really yeah. cannot take, you really can't take credit for what comes out of you musically. Like, you know, some of the best songs were, came from people's dreams. They woke up like I had this song and I just had to 
Yes. You know, I'm not saying that California Dreaming is one of the best songs ever, but that song's amazing. And it was yes. made like a long time ago, but yes. he woke up with it, you know? Yeah. And well, and that's life in the fast lane too. Like moments are given to us. And yeah. And you said earlier too, uh, joking about the vagina candle, but about how you, you had that idea and then the universe gifted to somebody else. I yeah. do believe that there are moments that we're gifted and whether we, if we don't grasp them, it goes to somebody else. 100%. So like, uh, you know, no tears in heaven. That song yeah. had to be written by James Taylor right then. Hat had to be, hat had to be. There are, I do believe there are songs given to artists for a certain time, like that. That was meant to be in that moment, and it might come back years later. But it just explains everything. Um, or, you know, we were talking about Aretha earlier, but her song "Respect." Mm-hmm. It was written at. A time when, you know, it was a woman's movement. And so women were kind of starting to, to starting to have rights and like break out into like break out into, you know, where they are now, but just starting that fight. Yeah. And the story behind that was that a lot of women felt so empowered by that song. And that easily is what projected, you know, the next couple of decades. But of course. But but but, but those moments that come to music are divinely inspired. Yes. You know, it's meant to be so that when it comes back around, you can go back and say, yeah, yes, I, I, I had no idea what that meant, but now, you know, so there is a thing to being able to put out everything that you come up with because you really don't have the authority to say what it is or isn't and as much as you would like to, uh, yeah, but you know, in this business, there's always somebody else telling you what is and what isn't. Oh dear God! I know we and we don't have to get into all of that, but <laughs> but I mean, my phone's full of songs that might will probably never see the light of the day, and some of them super special to me because I wrote them out of I need to write this. Yeah, but it's not radio. God, there's not streaming potential. It's not going to go viral on TikTok, uh, which is a whole new thing. <laughs> it's a whole new thing because I. I, I mean, there, there, there is a, a place where you can write for the current generation and write for yourself, but there has to be a spot in your artistry, like, I, I, I believe, where you are allowed to do things for you. I mean, yes, you do music for other people. That's why you give people songs. But at the same right. time, your music is about you. Yes. And you just hope that people relate to what you're talking about. Like, yes. And also the songs that are given to you, you know, it's just, it's just always interesting to have an opinion from somebody else on something that they just because they're thinking from a number they listen with their eyes you know and see numbers and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and like as songwriters and artists like true artists songwriters um getting getting an emotion like sometimes my notepad is just a mirror bro like i have to look i have to look my note i have to go away nobody can talk to me I can't even pick up a guitar. I just have to get this out and then I'll pick up a guitar and figure it out. But this is what I have to say. Yeah. And um, I'll bet less than 10% of the time, whoever it matters, if I could put that song out, you know, those songs are never going to go out. They're just demos. I'll text you and be like, <laughs> yo, this is one of those I was talking about on the podcast, bro. If you're trying to, trying to feel something. Hey man, I mean, that's, you know, uh, it hurts. I just want to put out more music. <laughs> somebody. Um, Dude, I think uh, the the people who who I really like look up to musically in this town and look up to doesn't mean that they're older than me. 
but people who, who do things that I, I think are cool, I think they write from that space. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Sam writes from that space. Totally. Uh, Kip definitely writes from that space. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler writes from that space. You know, I really appreciate what he does because he, he just like, the man just breathes it. Yes. Absolutely breathes it. Like, you know, <clears throat> um, but yeah, the people that I look up to, I feel like they write from that space and it's always just cool to see people giving that place in their artistry, you know? Yeah. And of course the, the money recipe is being able to write from that place and still be commercial. And still be commercial. Still gotta, yeah. you know, it's still, the plate still has to have garnish on it. <laughs> Whether they eat it or not, you gotta put the salad next to the breakfast yeah. eggs. I, I, I gotta the, have this the sauce. Perch. Yeah. <laughs> the perch. And, you ready the perch in Green Hills? No. It's a great little breakfast pot. They got crepes and all that stuff. I always get an omelet. I actually pumped under- about my omelet. And then they put a little garnish <laughs> salad and make me feel like a total <laughs> ass for not touching it yeah. at all. I'm like, you didn't dude, you didn't have to make me waste this. I'm not eating a salad for breakfast. I- I'll be honest. All you had to say was the perch, and I've never heard of this place, but I just knew where you were going. Yeah, dude. With- <laughs> they're definitely garnishing their omelets with a salad I mean, that you're hey, not getting eaten. It's a it's a perch, man. It's, it's like leaves. It's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like raving with leaves. You're gonna have garnish somewhere. Like- <laughs> yeah. Get it off. <laughs> I'd rather eat crow. Listen, man, it's Sunday. Do you know my Saturday? Yeah. yeah do you understand? I need carbs. I need carb carbs. You're putting salad in front of me. I might eat a salad for dinner tonight if Delaney makes me. But not, not, not just any carbs. I need carb carbs. Carb carbs. Okay. I, need, I need Jack Daniel eating carbs. Yes. <laughs> I need some bread with some bread on it, dog. And some potatoes on the side with some bread on it. Listen, man, I need a biscuit <laughs> with a sauce with another biscuit on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can I have a sausage biscuit? And instead of the sausage, can you just put a biscuit in between there? That'd be huge. Um, That's what, a win. What uh, what else we got? We got a few more minutes here. We can edit this shit out. You want to do? We have misconnections. Yeah, let's do a misconnections, dude. W- what is that? Misconnections. Uh, this is a segment of basically people on Craigslist who have seen someone in a public space that they didn't get a chance to talk to, so they'll go on Craigslist and take a shot in the dude. Talk about reaching, dude. They'll take a shot in the dark and type in on Craigslist is like to the girl in the blue dress at Kroger who was looking at onions yesterday. Like we should have banged. It's like, is this that. a real thing? Yeah. Check this out. He's, he's, we pulled up some Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. Read this, read this for me. Elaine 39 years ago on December. Wait, 39 years ago. <laughs> wait, can we, this is what I mean. Oh, I got something to say after this. Elaine, 39 years ago on December 12th, you took me from boy to man. I think we know what that means. Do I want to keep going here? Yep. You were my first and still unforgettable. The house in Berry Hill where we joined bodies. God. Joined bodies. That's so gross. Bro, I can see. There's your market for the Erica Badu candles right there. This guy, dude. So that's what I'm saying. Like that whole market is like a creepy market. It's like the guy who steals your underwear. Like, you know, like, yeah. steals girls underwear, I mean, yeah. but like <laughs> dude, he's still on the house in Berry Hill. All right. First of all, join bodies. bodies. Talk about biblical speech, dude. I feel like my youth ministers give me a hard. The I heard, two have yeah. become one flesh. Yeah, they become we yeah, they biblically knew each other. Has escaped urban sprawl. I drive by every now and then, period, and smile. Bitch. You're gonna lose half the educated people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> though I have slept with over 100 women, that is a lot. Hey, bro. I mean, 39 years ago, though. No, nobody's saying join bodies. Was was sleeping say, with hundreds. Steven of people. Tyler got on here and, <laughs> and wrote into misconnections. He slept with over 100 women since you. Now that you're quite the patient, wait. Not know that you were quite the patient and beautiful influence. You should be in early 60s by now. Not sure if you remember me. Thank you so much. Do not contact me. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, 
I'm lost because of so much right now, dude. Can somebody use join bodies next Friday at the bar to see if it works? Yeah, I'll be like, what are you doing later tonight? You trying to join trying bodies? To join bodies? Yeah, like. <laughs> I'll hit you up 39 years from now. <laughs> Dude, this guy was the ultimate cold shoulder. Trying to exchange some flesh over here. He remembers the date. December, 39 years ago, December 12th. You turn me from a boy to a man. Yeah, there's no way that man is. I, I mean, like that dude has the vagina candle. I, I guarantee it. Uh, it's the only vagina this dude has. I don't care if he said <laughs> he slept with 100 women. No, nah, dude. Nobody's coming back to yeah, Elaine dude. from 39 years ago if he slept with 100 women since then. But that one, but I don't know, unless she just be hitting different than bodies, then bodies uh, were joined differently, dude. They probably had one of your candles going. And had, Do not give my candle credit for that. <laughs> he drives by every now and then and smiles at the place where they once laid. Creeper. Dude, this guy's a creeper. This guy works at Bellmead Kroger. First of all, first of all, he <laughs> this guy for sure works at Bellmead Kroger, dude. Bellmead, that, that dude is an East Nashville Kro Kroger. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe shopping, buying, dude, Kentucky jelly. Like, so I speaking of missing connections. Oh no, not speaking of speaking of missing things. You know, I missed the internet dating era probably by about two years. And all this stuff is just, that's strange to me, man. I mean, I don't, nobody's getting on. She's not getting on Craigslist looking for this guy though. I mean, this is a bad way to go about it. Wow. But the fact that somebody is looking on Craigslist, somebody goes through these things seriously. Like they're me and you, like we're kind of joking. And there are people who, there are people going through this looking for no, it. He's pointing at me because he knows I go through them just to find these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if you read the first sentence of this one. <clears throat> Last year, you responded to my misconnection at what? Walmart on Joe B. Uh, okay. We emailed quite a bit, had some pretty good conversation and even exchanged a few visuals via email. Oh no. <laughs> Things are getting serious. I got to feel those weren't face pics. <laughs> um, <laughs> Napoleon. <laughs> I really liked what I saw and was hoping to get to see it and you in person. See it. It. And you. <laughs> Girl. They're he separate. talking about that arse. <laughs> he talking about that arse. And by arse, I mean titties and vagina probably is, is what they... He said we exchanged a few visuals, not pictures. Visuals. <laughs> visuals. Wow. Like, you with anybody right now? I'm finna send you a visual. Also, via email. It's 2020. Yeah. I mean, the amount of visuals that you have, that you're able to, you know, use and you go through email, email. i mean yeah that, that, there's phones there's facetime there's the other thing that you can use on um on, on androids now there's zoom it wasn't before then there's skype now he's going through he's going through email and somehow the email thread disappeared that's because yeah abraham lincoln dude <laughs> that's because those emails were sent in 1982, dude. <laughs> AOL isn't what it was. Isn't what it was. Does it even exist anymore? His AOL Dell got confiscated. <laughs> Man, yeah, confiscated by a guy in where is that? In Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, in Baltimore. Good luck <laughs> to anybody on Misconnections. And if and if you're listening to this podcast and you've been on Misconnections or you know somebody that has or you have a love story, say you got a husband and a kid or two. And you wouldn't have had them if you didn't go on misconnections. Reach out. But I'm willing to bet my left leg none of you do. <laughs> um, Listen, he's just kidding. If, if it actually happened, he needs his left leg. I don't need my left leg. I don't use a pedal. <laughs> um, Monday evening, you delivered groceries from Kroger to my place in Inglewood. You, blonde female, your first initial was C. 
You drove a white car, hair up in a ponytail creeper. I offered, what does that say? Your mic's in the way. I offered what? Oh, I offered to help you bring things in and you said, it's a good workout. I picked up a vibe and wanted to ask you for your number, but lost my nerve. (laughs) Yo, he picked up a vibe off of getting curbed. That's a good workout. Runs inside and calls a girlfriend like, there's such a fucking creepy guy outside. He's like, yo, I caught a vibe. I'm finna go on Craigslist, see if I can holler at this girl with the first first initial C. You know, your ponytail was just like. This happens at Kroger for sure, dude. This does not happen at Whole Foods. (laughs) You know? This isn't happening at Trader Joe's. This is not a Publix kind of deal. No, this is Kroger. Bro, that 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 might might even be Piggly Wiggly. Like that's like- <laughs> they've they've stopped, dude. They've there's no more of those grocery stores. <laughs> Good luck, dude. Karaoke. Let's do one more. Read this one. Karaoke. I Karaoke. need your I mic. Need your mic. What do you want to bet the mic isn't a microphone? All right, <laughs> yeah, read, it. Th- read it. Read it. Read it, dude. Guaranteed. Uh, Anyone going to Jolly Alley's in Hendersonville Saturday? Nope. I've always wanted to try and sing and never done it. I need to practice in the afternoon. A set of car keys hanging out of your right back pocket will get my attention. Wait, wait, you said afternoon. I need to practice in the men's room. Sorry. A set of car keys hanging out of your right back pocket. How did you censor that? I I have no idea. I don't even know if I read it. He gave her the, this is the... Yo, he's literally like a set of car keys hanging out of your right back pocket will get my attention. So he's giving her, give me your sign. All anonymous. You don't need to email me. Karaoke starts at eight. Downstairs bathroom has better acoustics. That's a swingers club. This ain't no karaoke. Ain't nobody. No no, way. This is a swingers club for sure. I need to go practice my vocals in the men's room. (laughs) Could use some help. The uh, what does it say? The downstairs bathroom has better acoustics, meaning a lock on the door. It's karaoke. Why do you need some kind of sign to show where you're going? Like it's like a secret knock. It's karaoke, bro. Just sign up. That is swingers. Like that's a swinger for sure. Look at the dude. This is the least smooth code language I've ever seen in my life. Downstairs bathroom has better acoustics for what? Bro. Like, what are you trying to hear? I mean, I... Clapping. (laughs) Cheeks. Yeah, the cheek, the cheeks clap different in the downstairs bathroom. Listen, those things echo. Like, they got a... They got got that reverb. Got that reverb on there. (laughs) (laughs) That's good for misconnections. Gosh. That is That is amazing. I don't want to meet anybody that posts on misconnections, dude. I don't know. Oh, so I saw this thing the other day where this guy was like, uh, he was, he had, he had been seeing this girl for like maybe a month and a half, or maybe two months. And I don't know why they hadn't Snapchatted before this, but I guess Snapchat came across and he you know, started snapping her and he saw that he, she had over 300,000 Snapchats. Both of these people were doctors Jeez. or nurses or whatever. Sent her a text was like, Hey, I can't do this. He was like, I, I can't be with somebody who uh, thought.com, who, dude. Yeah. Who, who Snapchats that much. Yeah. And she was like, so hurt and broke. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I mean, hmm. granted, I missed, you know, the internet dating connection. I get that. But you Snapchatting 300,000 times while saving lives? <laughs> and when? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. While saving lives, we're right. talking about a multi multitasker. Oh, this might be a thread worth pulling. Yeah, like this. 
So before before we go any further, so you have Snapchatted about three hundred thousand people, correct? <laughs> yes or no? While saving lives, yes or no? Are you left-handed or right-handed? <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> doesn't matter. You can do it both. You got both. <laughs> oh man, dude, they gotta I got go. Two phones. They gotta go. The, I, I'm so thankful. I I found my wife before the internet dating thing because like anytime I go to a bar or something and it's just see a bunch of people like trying or like they're there with a group of guys and then they're there with a group of girls and it's like maybe that girl will come over by us she's like dude that's not gonna be your wife that's not not gonna be your wife that might be your baby mama maybe if you ruin it (laughs) might be but it's not gonna be your wife there's no way you're gonna drop down on one knee to that girl man yeah it's funny now going to going to bars and you you can see the whole thing just happening like you know She's trying to hit her best angle over there, and he's trying to be super funny, but he's not funny. So then I just makes him get louder instead of funny. It's not like louder, you're not funny, and like you just see the whole like connection happening from meltdown, dude. Oh, oh, the man. getting louder is a thing too for sure. The, I love the classic meme of the guy behind home plate or whatever. It's just like yelling into homegirl's ear and she's not not having it at all it's like that's so many guys that is so many dudes my dad's a lawyer in california (laughs) has so much money and i'm kind of drunk right now all these drinks are on me i'm drunk right now but these front row seats is more where that came from (laughs) yeah listen yeah no i i am and then like uh i i definitely think that so i wonder like you know i have a girlfriend now but i wonder you know if if i was single you know, and let's say I pull the old school move, like going up and saying hi. I wonder how that would be received because now is, is it? She'd weird? say it's a good workout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, well done. As I was gonna say, people, people, people don't know how to handle the actual conversation anymore. No, 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 no. You got to slide into DMs and have like some funny thing to say to get your attention, yeah. and then be six two. You're a, you're you're lucky. You're a tall, good looking guy. Me, it's like. I didn't have my front tooth in the fifth grade and I was chunky. It's like, you got to have a sense of humor, dude. If you're going to do anything, you got to be able to crack a joke. I'll do. You're a good looking guy. I know. (laughs) I know. know. Luckily, she locked me up. She has no idea. Yeah. Oh, man. But dude, Tyrone, thanks for coming on Just Being Earnest today. This has been good. Yeah, man. It's a good time. Um, I do have some firewood at the house and I think you have some firewood for me. So (laughs) we should come burn pallets and candles. At some point, I am going to come to your house wherever you live and I'm going to give you pallets. I'm going to switch because those pallets have been sitting on the side of my house for two years now. Let me help you. Let's burn pallets and make candles. All right. All right. Well, this is Just Being Earnest. My friend Tyrone, y'all have a good day. Take it easy. I'm out. Hauling oats, dude. Sober. Just being earnest, just being earnest, just being earnest, just being earnest.